What's up? It's Marvin of the Miles Ahead Podcast. For today's episode, we're only going to talk about the NBA pertaining to the reviews of the first round playoffs. And I'm also going to give my predictions for the semifinals. Now let's get into it. For the first segment of the NBA talk, we're going to get into the Eastern Conference review of the first round playoff matchups, starting with the Bucks versus the Pistons. I was right in terms of picking the Bucks to win this series. They swept them. Pretty much every game was a blowout. Although I thought the Pistons would be able to get one game due to Blake Griffin going off. But he wasn't able to because he was sidelined through some injury issues that he had in the regular season. He only played a couple of games in this series. Giannis played extremely well, but he still has more to prove. Moving on to the next set of teams. The next set of teams are the Raptors versus the Magic. I was right in terms of picking the Raptors to win this series. They played extremely well. They really bothered the Magic with their length, athleticism, and defense. Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry, a.k.a. the Double Ks, balled out and beat the Magic in five games. The Magic, they shouldn't hang their head. They just lost to the better team. But they were able to steal one game where veteran DJ Augustine dropped 25 points and made some huge clutch shots, along with the contributions of Vucevic, who made some clutch shots as well, and had a very, very good game. To me, the Magic, they are just a player or two away from being a contender or being a tougher out in the East. Moving on to the next set of teams. The next set of teams are the Celtics versus the Pacers. I was right in terms of picking the Celtics to win this series. Just wrong about how many games I picked them in five. They swept the Pacers. They played great defense and great team ball. The Pacers kept it close for pretty much all of the games off of their grit, hustle, and defense. Kyrie and Tatum showed that they weren't here to play around, and they got him out of here. Moving on to the last and final set teams of the Eastern Conference Playoff First Round Review. The final set teams of the Eastern Conference playoff first round review are the Sixers versus the Nets. It was a fun and funny series between Ben Simmons and Jared Dudley and Jared Dudley and Joel Embiid. It was a bunch of uh, trash talk and antics being thrown around. Very funny. But let's get into the review. I was right about picking the Sixers to win this series. Although, I didn't expect for the Nets to win a game, they proved me wrong. D'Angelo Russell really showed that he's here, and the Nets are on their way. This team is a player or two away from being a tougher out in the East. And they woke up the Sixers game one after winning that game. The Sixers, they ended up winning four straight with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid taking care of business and really becoming a huge tandem. And that's it on the Eastern Conference First Round Review. 
Next, we're going to go into the Western Conference first round review. So let's get into that. And now we're back. We're going to get into the Western Conference first round matchup review, starting with the Warriors versus the Clippers. I was right about picking the Warriors to win this series, just wrong about how many games it would be. It took them six games. The Clippers had a lot of fight, and they weren't lying down without knowing that they put their all in. Lou Williams went off in game two, dropping 36 points and 11 assists. Coming back from 31 points, along with Patrick Beverly getting into Kevin Durant's head to a certain degree. And the refs allowing for Patrick Beverly to hold and push Kevin Durant. Then, in game five, they had another comeback where the Warriors were up by 10 in the fourth quarter and Lou Williams showed his heart again. The Warriors won the series because of defense, experience, talent, and Kevin Durant catching fire. This was a wake-up series for the Warriors. Mark my words, the Warriors will definitely play better next series. As for the Clippers, they're looking great. And we're definitely going to see where this team is going to head up in the future, depending on who they pick up in this year's free agency. They could be a, be a contender coming up. Moving on to the next set of teams. The next set of teams are the Rockets versus the Jazz. I was wrong about picking the Rockets to win this series. The Jazz should have definitely taken the page out of the Warriors style of defense instead of the Bucks. The Bucks that got linked on them, but they have never won a championship, and they didn't face the Rockets in a series. They only beat them in that one game in the regular season. The Warriors have faced the Rockets in two conference finals and a first-round matchup, and they have been consistently successful in the playoffs against them. The Jazz had some close games, and they didn't capitalize like I thought they would. Props to the Rockets for taking advantage of the Jazz' bad defense and not, one, not wanting to truly seize the moment. The Rockets did well enough to win this series. They won in five games because of their experience and just hitting shots. Moving on to the next set of teams. The next set of teams are the Blazers versus the Thunder. This matchup was one of the most electrifying matchups in playoff history. I was wrong about picking the Thunder to win this series. I thought that the Blazers would lose because they lost a huge piece of Nurkic. I thought that the Thunder would be able to play very well defensively especially since they had Steven Adams, who was one of the best centers in the league defensively. But he ended up being a no-show. The Blazers were poised. Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum were fire flame throughout the whole series. 
especially in game five, where Dame dropped 50 and the game winner, the game series winner on Russ and the Thunder. Russ showed what I was thinking and talking about from the beginning, that in terms of his style of play, especially in the playoffs, it's not conducive for winning. The reason why Paul George stayed with the Thunder is so he did not have to receive the blame for big losses. He deserves just as much blame for the Game 5 loss as Westbrook. He missed three out of four free throws, and he also had a turnover, crucial turnover, down the stretch of the game. Paul George went unscathed by the media and the fans because he he hit the shot to tie the game. There's obviously more to being clutch, especially in the playoffs. At the end of the day, Russ isn't going to change his game because he has an MVP, all-star selection. Averaging the triple-double and going to the Hall of Fame, most definitely. Plus, he's also known as a superstar in the NBA circles, quote-unquote superstar. And being one of the highest paid in the league. His whole career has been the, has been the underdog in college, in high school, and in the NBA. Now that he has, a, has achieved what he has achieved, there's nothing that no one could tell him. I think that Damian Lillard just proved to all of the Westbrook fans, which I don't really see how they didn't see it already when he lost to Curry, that this is a skills-driven league. And playing without emotion is very crucial. Or being able to channel your emotion is crucial to winning the ultimate goal, which is a championship. Damian Lillard is officially better than Russ. But his shot still doesn't prove anything. People need more out of him. Remember, this was a first-round matchup, not the conference finals or the finals. If he loses in the next round, then he basically just had a moment. That's all, just a moment. But in the playoffs, players like Curry, Kevin Durant, MJ, LeBron, Kobe, Bird, Magic, etc., we could go down the line, they make moments in every round. Every round this happens. They're always trying to get to the ultimate goal, which is very important to them, the championship. On to the next and final set of teams of the Western Conference first round playoff matchups. The last and final set of teams for the playoff first round matchup review are the Spurs versus the Nuggets. I was wrong about picking the Spurs. The Spurs pushed the Nuggets to seven. I thought that the Spurs would win off of their experience, elite coaching, and hustle. The Nuggets won this series because they played 
very well with ball movement. They also had a lot of heart. And the better team just won this series. Next, we're going to talk about my predictions for the semifinals. But here's a commercial break. And now we're back. Hope you enjoyed the first round reviews. Now let's get into the predictions of the semifinals, starting with the Eastern Conference with the Bucks versus the Celtics. This series is going to be a tough one, but I'm taking the Celtics in six. Yes, I know. It's an upset. I just don't believe in Giannis. I think that the Celtics will win because of their experience, Brad Stevens being a great X's and O's coach, and the Celtics, they went seven games last year and won without Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. So just imagine what happens when they have their pieces with them. Listen, at the end of the day, I feel better with the ball in Kyrie's hands, especially in this series and in the fourth quarter. Giannis has to prove more to me and to the fans, to the media, to the NBA. And as of right now, I just don't see it. Moving on to the last and final set teams of the Eastern Conference semis. The final set teams of the Eastern Conference semifinals are the Raptors versus the Sixers. I'm taking the Raptors in six. Borderline five, because the Raptors have the higher IQ, the experience, the length, the athleticism, the better coaching, and the fact that Ben Simmons can't shoot. He will most definitely be seen as a liability on offense. Plus, I also think that the Raptors are going to hold J.J. Redick to... Supreme Lockdown. Moving on to the predictions of the Western Conference semifinals. Now let's get into the Western Conference semis, starting with the Warriors versus the Rockets. Whoever comes out of the series will win the championship, but I'm taking the Warriors in six because they have the experience, they play great team ball, they are motivated from the Clippers' first-round matchup, and the Warriors know how to shut down James Harden. The Rockets are gritty and good enough to win two games, but Mike D'Antoni only relies on plan A, and that's it. With Steve Kerr, on the other hand, has so many plans if plan A doesn't go right. Plus, the Warriors have so many different ways of scoring. I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors won in five. Moving on to the next and final team of my predictions. Now for the last and final set teams for my predictions of the Western Conference and the NBA semifinals. They are 
the Nuggets versus the Blazers. I'm taking the Blazers in six. This will be a tough series. I wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets won in seven, but I think that the momentum will carry on, and I think that Dame wants to extend the moment. I also don't think that the Nuggets have anyone that can stop Dame and CJ. The Nuggets are a young team, and they could catch fire and win a couple of games, but I can't see them winning the series. And I'm going to take the Blazers in six. It is a toss-up. And that's it for my NBA predictions for the semifinals. There will be a review after the semifinals and predictions for the conference finals. Thanks for listening to the podcast. The next episode, there will be an NFL segment or segments. Make sure you follow the Instagram account called Miles Ahead Pod. That's Miles Ahead Pod. M-I-L-E-S Ahead Pod. No underscores, no numbers. Have a great rest of the week. And remember, let's not be inches, feet, meters, nor yards. Let's be miles ahead.